It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. everyone doing? Welcome to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. And what does that mean? Well, it means a lot of things. It means that uh, you can't get real news anymore. It means just a bunch of BS, mostly. And uh, they, you know, omit facts, spin information, things like this. And uh, it's all about propaganda, brainwash, and bullshit. And, well, so we decided long ago might be time to do our own news show. What's happening, folks? How's everybody doing out there? And so this is our news show, and this is called Troubled Minds News. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, looking at news cycles and being part of this whole thing and just paying attention to the world around you, it kind of makes you mm, agitated. If you're doing it right, I think you, sh- you should be at least agitated because everything's a lie, right? Everything's be a bunch of BS, everything's propaganda, all the rest of that, etc. so on. So, yeah. Anyway, that's what this is about. And that's why we do it just because of all of that BS. And yeah, there we go. I think that probably sums it up. So uh, per usual, right? The show uh, is live. We do this live to include you if you want to be part of the show. We're uh, taking your calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. And boom, put you on the show. Uh, easy as that. Uh, you can just jump in the caller queue there on Discord or uh, call that phone number. And uh, there you go. Easy peasy. All right, let's go. Uh, let's let's do it. Let's get to the news, shall we? Let's start here. Let's start at the. Uh, yeah, this one's odd. Wait. Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. I thought that was the, the wrong one. This is the right one. How's everybody doing today? Uh, Merry uh, Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve. Let's do this. Let's check this out. Now this is from the Daily Beast. Headline: Dozens vanish without a trace. In America's new Bermuda Triangle next door. Hmm. 
What the hell? Uh, okay, here we go. Extensive search and rescue operations in the Chihuahua Desert have failed miserably, leaving families of those who have gone missing in the area heartbroken and destitute. What the hell is going on here? Uh, let's see. Uh, Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. In the dead of night this fall, 12 migrants left the small northern Mexican town of Coyame uh, to enter the vast Chihuahuan Desert, hoping to cross into the U.S. by way of the Texas border. Among them was a 14-year-old boy from southern Mexico who was dreaming of being reunited with his family on the other side of the border. Before taking off on the journey, a 32-year-old man with the group reportedly called his wife to tell her he had paid 25,000 pesos to a smuggler to guide him all the way to Odessa, Texas. Uh, point being is that um, Bermuda Triangle is not really the best way to describe this, but uh, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, it's one of those things where hmm, it's it, it, clearly the immigration thing is out of hand. Clearly the policies are broken. Clearly everything's broken, but it, it does kind of point out one of those sort of situations that is, uh, is also tragic is these, these folks paying money to come here to these smugglers, uh, people smugglers and, um, end up missing and things like this because, uh, for a lot of reasons, right. There's, there's a whole lot of gang activity down there with, um, the, the cartels and whatnot. So, uh, it's, it's, um, a treacherous desert, let's say. Chi hua hua. Yeah, it's like that, right? And um, I don't know. Like the, this this one, I wanted to point this out, of course, because the the headline is misleading as hell because it has nothing to do with, you know, a Bermuda Triangle type thing. It's clearly uh, just because, well, it's a, it's a dangerous place to be. And that's what's up. So just, uh, just wanted to kick it off with a nice Bermuda Triangle, not Bermuda Triangle, because why not? Love those clickbait headlines, right? Here's another one. Let's go to uh, let's go to this. Let's go to uh, msn.com, uh, one of the other most trusted sources of news. Hope everybody's doing well today. Happy Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas Eve. Uh, Amazon is reportedly spending billions of dollars to try to keep people from getting bored with Alexa. Hmm. That's odd. Isn't that odd? That seems strange. Why are people getting bored with Alexa, you may ask? Well, let's say because it's a crappy product to begin with. How about that? Anyway, let's see. Amazon is struggling to keep people using its Alexa devices after the buyer's initial excitement wears off. Uh, citing internal documents spanning 2018 to 2021, Bloomberg reported Wednesday that a number of signs point to a decline in Alexa device owners' interest and use of the voice control products. In internal data showed that in some years, 15 to 25% of new users were no longer active and their Alexa devices in their second week since buying them. Uh, Bloomberg reported, Amazon told Insider, the vast majority of Alexa users are still active a month after registering their devices and beyond. Uh, there you go. Make it sentient. Yep. How do, how do we make our product bor uh, boring product not boring? Exactly. What's up, guys? I see in the chat how's everybody doing today yeah this is uh this is one of those ones that uh, well once again full featured spyware is probably not the best thing and i think people are maybe realizing that or i or maybe it's usefulness is um let's say i'll be nice and say it's limited limited usefulness Maybe that's what's going on here. I don't know. Because uh, it is, it is. It's a boring thing to me. Uh, I, I'd never have one in my house. It's because right, it's just one more surveillance listening device. But it, it is strange that uh, 
they're, they're really going to spend billions of dollars. I mean, what could you do? Like, like, is there, is it really that difficult to like manually do something instead of just ask this machine gizmo to put on a YouTube video or something? I mean, mm, whatevs, but yeah. So anyway, uh, spending billions of dollars. That's how, that's how, again, how valuable your data is. That's what this is about. It's about your data. It's about them uh, putting their their nasty tentacles into every uh, every single thing you do every day. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I digress. Let's uh, keep on trucking, shall we? Let's go to NBC News. And uh, I thought this was kind of funny. So, <laughs> so let's talk about it. So uh, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Sounds like they're going to program it to play red light, green light. Yeah, it could be, right? What's going on, guys? Uh, check this out. Check this out. Parent, this headline is the best. Parent uses right-wing slur during Biden call with NORAD Santa tracker. Yep, yep. Uh, a right-wing slur now is let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, President Joe Biden was subjected to a right-wing anti-Biden slur. It's a slur now. It's a slur. During a Christmas Eve call with NORAD's Santa tracker, Biden and the First Lady were speaking with families around the country who had called into the North American Aerospace Defense Command to receive an update on Santa's location when one parent ended the conversation by saying, Let's go, Brandon. The president did not appear to recognize that the phrase used by the right wing as a uh, euphemism for fuck Joe Biden and responded, let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> the slogan took off in, in, a, in conservative circles after NASCAR driver Brandon Brown was interviewed by NBC sports reporter Kelly Stavast, Stavast, I don't know how do you say it, about his victory at the Talladega Super Speedway in Alabama on October 2nd. The crowd behind the interview began to chant the expletive directed at Biden, but Stavast responded, you can hear the chants from the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. And, of course, they weren't saying that at all. Uh, this is so hot. This is so hot in that, well, Brand, uh, Brandon agrees. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Let's see. Is this actually, do they have a clip of this? Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Because yeah, if we got a clip of this, this is too good to not, to not. Let's play this. Let's play this. Let's see. Come on. Come on. You can do it. Come on. Give me the ball. All right. Volume slider work. All right. Anyway, here we go. Let's see if this 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 thing actually does a thing. Yeah. I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Oh, Merry thank Christmas you. And let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful hey. Christmas. What in the world? <laughs> he says, let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay, well <laughs> apparently his briefings are not uh <laughs> they're they're not they're not filling this man in. Or maybe he uh maybe uh, I don't know. I, I don't wanna say it. Uh the elephant in the room here, I'm not gonna say it. But uh, it, it <laughs> holy shit. Is, is that not? I thought that was pretty funny. Sorry if you didn't think it was funny. I thought that was funny. Anyway, let us continue, shall we? Let's go to uh, SciTech Daily. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Oh, geez. Here we go. All right. Uh, as always, right, we're uh, talking about the solar system. We're talking about uh, the things up there in the night sky. And check it out Earth and Mars. 
were formed from collisions of large bodies made of inner solar system material. As always, right, they continue to uh, do a uh, new idea, a new idea, a new idea, etc., so on. And uh, they're saying approximately 4.6 billion years ago, in the early days of our solar system, a disk of dust and gas is orbiting the young sun. Uh, two theories describe how, in the course of millions of years, the inner rocky planets formed from this original building material. Blah, blah. Not very interesting in, in and of itself, this article, but... It is uh it is notable that they they I don't they keep adding theories to the theories right and well this, this one isn't really new at all but uh, it's making news somehow today and whatever's <laughs> whatever uh, just wanted to point that out uh, more news that isn't news but what can you do right these are news cycles we're talking about uh, what's going on if you guys want to be part of the show it's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven that's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven you can click the Discord link at troubledminds.org and let's see let me uh put this over here here we go all right perfect got got all the things in all the right places and uh hope you guys are doing well merry christmas eve what's up robert says the secret service knocked on his door later and hauled him off to guantanamo after yeah exactly right for the let's go brandon comment that is that is gold that is really funny uh okay so uh speaking of more um uh, propaganda this is this is pretty hot uh snopes back to our good old-fashioned snopes the, the fact checker extraordinaire uh did, did the fbi once deem it's a wonderful life Communist propaganda. Ah, interesting. What do you think they'll say about this? What do you think they'll say? Uh, so let's find out. Let's scroll down and find the, the Snopes uh, verdict is mostly true. Wow, mostly true. One more time. Did the FBI once deem It's a Wonderful Life, that black and white Christmas movie, communist propaganda, right? Uh, okay, let's read this. Oh, they say mostly true. All right. Now, here's the part. What is true? Actually, let's let's start with the, the what's the false part, right? The, the what's the false part. It says the FBI did not, in a formal or official manner, declare or designate it's a wonderful life to be communist propaganda, right? They did not. They did not. It says it right there, right? And uh, here we go. <laughs> did right? And then look at the thing, and it's like this. Mostly true mostly true <laughs> what the fuck okay okay and it gets okay now here's what's true as part of a sweeping investigation of a communist infiltration into the motion picture industry fbi agents in the 1940s included it's a wonderful life in a list of motion pictures disclosing communist propaganda therein claiming two of its writers were friendly with known communists and saying the film used communist tricks such as portraying the businessman mr potter as a villain all right, so so okay. Uh, somebody knew some people. There were some communists, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, so explain to me once again how this entire thing did the FBI once deem it's a wonderful life communist propaganda? Uh, they say mostly true. However, right here it says they did not. So, like, what what kind of like mind blender bullshit you got to do to be? snopes it's like is it or isn't it you guys are nuts right that like it's unbelievable to me that they you know they, they still have any sort of weight with anything because they just blender brain everything and here we are well who cares snopes you're idiots sorry 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 not sorry 
All right. Well, what are we doing? Where are we at? Ah, it's perfect time for a break. Let's take a quick break. And you know how that goes. This is a word from our sponsor, which, of course, is you. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right. All right. Here we go. More. Oh, there's always more. Uh, let's go to futurism.com. And uh, yeah, well, here it is. It's uh, these types of headlines come and go. And well, I'm not even excited about this stuff anymore because we already know, don't we? But let's go to futurism. MIT scientists say life may have been detected on Venus after all. Oh, isn't that nice? Life could be making its own environment on Venus. Oh, sweet. Researchers made a huge splash last year when they announced the discovery of significant sources of phosphine in the atmosphere of Venus. Remember this? Yeah, this is a thing last year. Uh, the, the colorless and odorless gas they claimed at the time could be a possible sign of life, as it's often the result of or- organic matter breaking down here on Earth. The hypothesis remains a bit of a stretch that clouds in the planet's thick carbon dioxide-filled atmosphere could harbor life forms that also happen to be resistant to the incredibly caustic droplets of sulfuric acid surrounding them. And indeed, other scientists have also thrown cold water on the hypothesis, calling out the possibility of a processing error that throws the data itself into question. All right, cool, right? What else? But now, a new study is giving new life uh, to the tantalizing theory. Sulfuric acid, MIT scientists said, could be neutralized by the presence of ammonia, which astronomers also suspect to be present in the planet's atmosphere, thanks to the Venera 8 and Pioneer Venus probe missions in the 1970s. Ammonia would... Whoa, nice jumping around. Nice jumping around. Let's see. Okay. How do we... Ammonia would set off a long chain of chemical reactions, they say, that could turn Venus's clouds into a hospitable place. In short, 
quote, life could be making its own environment on Venus, end quote. The researchers write in their paper, uh, which was accepted in the, oh my goodness, what is going on with this, these ads? Uh, uh, okay, all right. If you're going to make ads that just jump the page around, I can't even read the thing coherently. What's the point, people? What's the point? Anyway, uh, blah, blah. There you go. There are very acidic environments on Earth where life does live, but it's nothing like the environment on Venus. Unless life is neutralizing uh, some of those droplets, co-author Sarah Seeger, a planetary sciences professor at MIT, said in a press release. It's an intriguing conclusion, but nothing short of sending a probe into Venus's atmosphere will convincingly confirm the tantalizing hypothesis. What do you guys think you think there's any sort of life on venus in the atmosphere or who the hell knows right uh like i said after watching news cycles come and go and these people say all kinds of crazy shit that is or isn't or somewhere in between uh it doesn't even excite me anymore big deal life on venus who cares <laughs> i mean you know uh being a little uh, christmas eve cynical but uh, uh what do you do right uh, hopefully there's some sort of uh, sandworms down there on on the surface of venus because that would be pretty amazing maybe this is a, a you know a sandworm farts we're detecting or something uh but anyway uh well, if you guys want to be part of the show you know the drill give us a call 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubledminds.org and uh let's see Oh, good. This is good. That's fine. Uh, let's go here. This one. All right. Live Science reports this. How about uh, imaginary numbers could be needed to describe reality? New studies find. What the hell is this? Yep. You guessed it. What does that even mean? Imaginary numbers could be needed to describe reality. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, if standard quantum theory holds up, imaginary numbers are critical. It's just like imaginary um, tooth fairies and Santa Clauses, or what's going on here? Uh, imaginary numbers are necessary to accurately describe reality, blah, blah. Uh, they are what you get when you take the square root of a negative number, and they have long been used in the most important equations of quantum mechanics, the branch of physics that describes the world of the very small. When you add imaginary numbers and real numbers, uh, the two form complex numbers, which enable physicists to write out quantum equations in simple terms. But whether quantum theory needs these mathematical chimeras or just uses them as convenient shortcuts has long been controversial. Uh, yep. In fact, even the founders of quantum mechanics themselves thought that, that the implications of having complex numbers in their equations was disquieting. In a letter to a friend, Hendrik Lorentz, physicist Erwin Schrodinger, the first person to introduce the complex numbers into quantum theory with his quantum wave function, wrote... What is unpleasant here, and indeed directly to be objected to, is the use of complex numbers. And uh, the, the little wave function is surely fundamentally a real function. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. Do we, need, do we need imaginary things? I don't think so. I think this is why we can't have nice things. What's going on out there, people? How's everybody doing? Happy, merry, 
Christmas Eve. What's going on, James? Says uh, some sites' pages are really terrible with ads, and yeah, wait long enough, and the media will reverse its position on any given subject. Exactly. Uh, first, first it was phosphine as life on Venus, and then it was not, and now it is again, and then it's going to be not again, and then it's going to be both, and then it's going to be like I said, just just show us the sandworms, okay? Just show us the Sarlacc pit from Return of the Jedi, and uh, we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, I don't know, shoot a movie or something. And, uh, yeah, it should be fun. It should be a fun thing, right? I don't know. What do you guys think, uh, regarding imaginary numbers, life on Venus? What about Snopes? What about any of this? 702-957-1037. Sorry about that. Had to yawn because, uh, it's, uh, nap time for me because why not? Uh, all right. So, uh, let's do it. Let's keep on trucking. What time is it? Where are we at time-wise? Merry Christmas. How you doing, Daryl? I see you there. Uh, what do we got? I think we're okay. Yeah, we're okay. All right. Let's do, let's do a little bit more. Let's go here. This is uh, space.com and yep. What is this? This is pretty wild. Uh, this is, yeah. This record-breaking black hole eruption could cover 16 full moons in the sky. Okay, what the hell does that mean? Astronomers have produced a detailed image of a massive eruption from the nearest feeding supermassive black hole that spans the size of 16 full moons in the sky. That, that's big. That's big. The image capturing radio emissions of material ejected by the black hole at nearly the speed of light shows gigantic lobes of plasma spreading more than a million light years away from the center of its home galaxy, Centaurus A. Ah, Centaurus A. Uh, Centaurus A, some 12 million light years from Earth, is the fifth brightest galaxy in the sky as seen from our planet. At its center uh, sits the nearest known actively feeding black hole to our planet, a monster with the mass of 55 million suns. The black hole devours gas, dust, and other material in its vicinity, then ejects it in the form of powerful jets that spread far away into galactic space, uh, into intergalactic space, creating the massive bubbles that can be seen in this image. And that's a nice image there. It looks like a twisty something or other. And uh, yeah, uh, how many light years they say? That's a lot of damn light years. Um, so I don't know. This is this is pretty cool. Uh, other than well, it's uh, a long, long way away. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Robert's got it right. Hey, the universe farts. So does everything else, right? Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, let's see. What else is here? The galaxy itself uh, occupies only a very small patch at the center of the image. The dots in the background are not stars, but other similar but much more distant galaxies. The foreground dots are stars in our own Milky Way galaxy. Quote, uh, no, not a quote, sorry. The image was captured with the Murchison Wide Field Array, the MWA telescope in the outback of Western Australia, a quiet location with no radio interference and a wide field of view. The image consists of radio, optical, and x-ray observations. Benjamin McKinley, an astronomer at Curtin, Curtin University in Australia, and lead author of the new study describing the, up the eruption, said in a statement, the radio emitted oh that's not his statement that it, can, it continues anyway uh, i thought that was pretty cool that uh there you go as uh as uh, <laughs> uh daryl says keep your indigestion to your own galaxy please yes indeed yes indeed so i don't know this is pretty neat stuff uh what's happening out there in the night sky and uh awesome that we can image this stuff uh, even though you're right x-rays and all the rest of this uh, we always talk about this sort of the nature of reality right that um people uh, yeah, as the reality we experience through that 
that human lens is you know so basic uh, based on just infrared light and stuff that we can't see but uh, this is what it would look like if you were able to see all of those things right uh, they image this and they do all the the different light spectrums that wouldn't be uh, visible to the naked eye and you get uh, amazing things like this and this uh, this picture here see if I can full screen this and you guys can take a look at this but uh, yeah it's pretty wild pretty wild if you ask me that's a nice little twister twister you do out there in the middle of the space yeah anyway there it is doesn't get any nicer than that does it but uh that's there you go imagine if you were a uh, a, a a demigod of sorts and we're able to see all the uh, invisible light spectrums then this is what you'd see you'd see stuff like this and that's pretty cool that's pretty cool there you go uh maybe the black holes have christmas have a christmas dinner could be very well could be but uh there you go the this just happens this is all as you know the all this news is popping hot brand new and uh that's the way it is let's see uh what's going on guys how's everybody doing and where are we at time wise i think we're good i think we're we're in line with the things we need to be doing if you want to be part of the show taking your phone calls and uh on discord if you want to hop in here and say hi 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org click the discord link and come say hi come uh, come kick it with uh your discord friends uh, and we will uh We'll do what we do and uh, be nice. We'll be nice to each other because that's what we should be doing anyway, right? <laughs> right? Come on now. Come on. All right. Let's go to this. Speaking of the universe farts, uh, let's see. No, no, no. Let's. Uh, all right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we will be right back. Right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And indeed, let's go, Brandon. Let us continue, shall we? Let's go to uh, futurism.com, another great website here. Lots of good stuff on futurism, usually. And check this out. Speaking of the universe farts, coffee in my throat again. <clears throat> All right. Inflammatory bowel disease linked to microplastics in your gut. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. Scientists around the world have been uh, ringing the alarm uh, bells about microplastics, tiny earth, uh, tiny particles now found in pregnant people's bodies in the deepest reaches of Earth's ocean and, unfortunately, now your gut. For years, it's been unclear how these tiny pollution particles affect human health, but continued research is starting to zero in on the consequences. Uh, case in point, a new study by scientists in China found a link between microplastics and IBD, or inflammatory disease. The report uh, published this week examined fecal samples from patients with IBD for the presence of microplastics. Uh, quote, we found that the fecal microplastic concentration in IBD patients was significantly higher than that in healthy people, the authors wrote in a study. In total, 15 types of microplastics were detected in feces. And yep, that doesn't sound good, does it? Uh, according to Science Alert, it's not clear whether people with IBD have more trouble filtering plastic out of their body, causing the increased levels, or whether the plastic itself causes the disease. What is clear, though, is that there's some kind of link between chronic gut issues and microplastic. Uh, and yes, uh, the, there is a link, and it's strong, they say. Uh, there are many ways that microplastics get into our bodies, according to Discover Magazine. Plastic we throw away breaks down. Look at those ads. These ads are just jumping this thing all over the place. Really? Come on. I'm trying to read this, people. Don't be doing that. Come on. 
anyway, uh, plastic we throw away breaks down in the sun, ocean water, and the wind. Then we breathe in dust, drink water from plastic bottles or from the tap, and we eat meat, shellfish in particular. There it is, jumped again. Uh, all these can contain microplastics and chemicals. Yep. Blah blah blah. Interesting. Some some of this these connections. And uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, exactly. James wants to know. So how many asteroids are supposed to destroy destroy the world this week? Yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't see any of those. Uh, well, maybe it's a little too too dark for Christmas Eve uh, to have the the uh, world is coming to an end. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, love love that uh, they always do that because it's it's funny. It's funny. What's up, guys? How's everybody doing tonight? Today, this afternoon, uh, everywhere out there, and uh, yeah, no, no Barbara Eden at eighty ads. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. But uh, okay, so uh, yeah, there you are. There you are. Pretty good stuff, right? Microplastics in the gut. Does anybody have a, a bunch of microplastics in your gut? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Let's uh, let's call it a definite maybe. That's for sure. All right, let's keep on trucking. Uh, not to be outdone by James's comment on uh, the the asteroids, the killer asteroids. Let's uh, let's just skip asteroids and go to something far scarier. Rogue planets. Yep, this is from The Verge. And astronomers discover largest group of rogue planets yet. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. So they uh, just discovered, astronomers just discovered a treasure trove of rogue planets, free-floating planets that don't orbit a star, but exist all by their lonesome in the depths of space. With masses comparable to that of Jupiter, the 70 or more rogue planets spotted throughout the Milky Way galaxy are the largest such group of cosmic nomads ever found. Located within the Scorpio and oh, oh, how do you say that? Oh, let's see if Microsoft Mike works to say this big scary word for me. Come on, Microsoft Mike, do your thing. You can do it. Located within the Scorpius and Ophiuchus constellations, the planets were spotted using a suite of telescopes on both the ground and in space. Hear that? Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. Never would have got that. Anyway, uh, located within the Scorpius and Ophiuchus constellations, ha, the planets were spotted using a suite of telescopes on both ground and in space. Typically, rogue planets are difficult to image because they aren't close to any stars that make them visible. However, with data compiled over 20 years from the European Southern Observatory telescopes, the European Space Agency's Gaia satellite, and more, uh, Nuria Miret Roig, an astronomer, that's her real name, at the, oh, it's French, that's why, Labrador. Laboratory de Astrophysique, blah, 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 in France or something, uh, was uh, the, her and her team were able to capture faint heat signatures emitted from planets that formed within the last several million years. The team published its findings on Wednesday in Nature Astronomy. It's pretty good stuff. Rogue planets. Aren't those uh, a little scarier than uh, asteroids, James? What do you think? What do you think? Robert says the universe is a pool table. I like it. <laughs> and just uh, planets clacking around out there, willy-nilly style, until uh, it's all fun and games until a rogue planet hits you. And then you have a problem, <laughs> a, a very big problem. Uh, so uh, looking to hear from you. What are your thoughts? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org click the discord link hop in here and come say hi come say hi we're doing our thing and uh just chilling and uh, uh merry christmas eve uh this one's interesting an interesting thought experiment uh and uh, everybody knows the famous nirvana album cover right uh well let's let's take a look at this let's actually in case maybe maybe everybody does not know let me let me pull this up 
One moment, please. One moment, please. All right. So the album is Nirvana, and that's the band, and it's called Nevermind. All right. And uh, this is what it looks like. Okay. It's got a picture of a baby, a naked baby, floating in the pool. Um, and they photoshopped what appears to be a dollar bill, right, on a fish hook. So he's like, float, the baby's floating in the pool underwater, uh, completely naked. He's got the dollar bill on a hook that looks like he's chasing after, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, that's the album cover, all right? This is what we're talking about here. Now, check this out. This is uh, a controversy, I guess, now. Um, Nirvana officially responds to the Nevermind Child Pornography Lawsuit. What? Child porn. Uh, this is this is a bit of a stretch, but okay. Earlier this year, the man who appeared on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind album has a four-month-old uh, baby. As a four-month-old baby, filed a lawsuit against Kurt Cobain's estate and the band's remaining members, alleging child pornography and sexual exploitation. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Robert says, whoever complained about that album cover has a filthy mind. Exactly right. Uh, there we go. So uh, Spencer Eldon, the former baby on the 1991 album cover, accused Nirvana of violating federal pornography laws on August 24th. Surviving members of Nirvana, Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic, the estate of Kurt Cobain, Courtney Love, and photographer Kirk Weddell, 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 anyway, were named as defendants alongside the labels re uh, re responsible for Nevermind. Uh, this week, uh, December 22nd, however, a lawyer for the defendants has mild a, filed a motion to dismiss, claiming that Eldon's claims are barred by the applicable statute of limitations. Now, this is a little bit weird. Um, yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And here's here's the uh, the the defendant's lawyer said this. The Nevermind cover photograph was taken in 1991. It was world famous by no later than 1992. Long before 2011, as Eldon has pled, Eldon knew about the photograph and knew that he and not someone else was the baby in the photograph. He has been fully aware of the facts of, the, of both the supposed violation and injury for decades. Okay. All right. Uh, now, here's the craziest part. Um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 uh, echoing previous doubts about the likelihood of Eldon's lawsuit succeeding, the lawyer adds, Eldon has spent three decades profiting from his celebrity as the self-anointed Nirvana baby. This has reportedly included reenacting the photo, appearing on a talk show as a parody of the artwork, tattooing the albums, <clears throat> excuse me, tattooing the tattoo, tattooing the album's name on his chest and using his connection to, to Nirvana and attempts to pick up women. All right, well, so what's what? What's what? Which is which? And where are we at? And Matt says, still a great album. Indeed. Yes, sir. But uh, pretty wild, right? That I think that's a, that's a stretch. That's that. I mean, child pornography? Come on. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, I mean, sh sure, uh, may maybe maybe a little, you know, let's let's say distasteful, uh, but still, uh, come on, really, come on, come on, man, let's go, Brandon, give me, let's give me a, let's go, Brandon. All right, anyway, uh, it's one of those things where it's just like, nah, man, what? Okay, anyway, let's uh, let's continue, shall we? Let's go to the New York Post. Uh, parents spark debate. After making son hold, I am a bully sign on busy road. Hmm. 
So let that sink in for a sec. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bully. Honk if you hate bullies is the sign that this young man is holding up. And yes, uh, Florida parents have split the always vocal critics of social media after making their son stand by the road while holding a sign identifying him as a bully. A clip of the semi-medieval-inspired semi, semi punishment currently boasts 4.9 million views and more than 1 million responses on TikTok. The now-viral video, first posted last week by TikTok user uh, whoever this guy is, shows a young boy standing by the side of a busy road while holding a sign that reads, I am a bully. Honk if you hate bullies. <laughs> Robert says, well, you can't spank him anymore, right? Exactly. Meanwhile, a man and a woman, presumably the boy's parents, can be seen sitting nonchalantly in lounge chairs, seemingly supervising the child's public shaming. Ah, yes. So good. In the background, the aghast video videographers can be heard ripping the heavy-handed punishment with cries of boo, parents, and that's so foul. Uh, everybody's got an opinion, and it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Although it's still unclear if the scene was an actual punishment or simply a stunt for social media. Ah, uh, see? See? A stunt for social media, maybe. Uh, many online gawkers agreed that the measure was a tad tactless. One TikTok critic pointed out, discipline is okay. Public discipline is not going to teach them anything. Thanks, genius uh uh, TikTok commenter. Uh, another chimed in, publicly embarrassing your child isn't the way to fix the problem. His parents probably bully him at home, so he goes and bullies someone weaker. Mm, there you go. One detractor quipped, parents will literally do anything besides take their kids to therapy. L-M-F-A-O. Uh, really? Is that what this is about? Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to guess this is probably I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is a social media stunt. I'm not so sure. Do you think that this is a real punishment for this kid? I don't know. Maybe maybe he did something horrific and this is a way to uh, just deter him to not do it in the future. I don't know. But uh, this is well. This is the world we live in. You can't even take anything at face value because uh, people and their stupid social media stunts, right? In the in the old days, to make make a movie and you know make some money, you had to actually you know make a film and make some money. Now uh, you can just you know get yourself in a shopping cart, roll it off the uh, the top of a, a a building, and land on the freeway with rolling cars. Roll, uh, have a GoPro, catch it all, and boom. Social media superstar, and I don't recommend doing that. Please don't, uh, etc. So on, uh, yeah. Anyway, so point, yeah. It might, uh, Vicky. It might be real. Yeah, it might be real. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe. Well, what do you think? Is it uh, if it is real? You think this is a cruel way to uh, teach teach the young man a lesson? What do you think? As always, doesn't matter what I think. It matters what you think. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven, and uh, just hanging out kicking it, doing our thing, talking about the news. If you want to be part of the show, you know what to do. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. And uh, let's uh, take one final break. And uh, this is a word from our sponsor, which is you. And uh, don't forget, if you are subbed up to the Twitch channel, thank you very much for that, of course. Uh, but also, uh, it does need to be re-upped every month if you uh, are using that Amazon Prime thing because it automatically drops. So uh, if you haven't, uh, just keep an eye on that. It just takes one time a month. And, and uh, it's uh, yeah, super easy. Appreciate it very much. And let's uh, let's do this. One more word from our sponsor, which is you. 
Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's do it. Final news segment here, and uh, let's keep on trucking. And then, uh, and then it's off, off to the races for a Merry Christmas uh, to all and to all a good night. Let's go to Yahoo News. This is pretty amazing. Uh, Kim Jong-un impersonator undeterred by threats. Uh-oh. All right. Well, let's see what this is all about. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un looked grim at a ceremony to mark 10 years since his father's death over the weekend. But just over the border in Seoul, South Korea, a haircut was transforming Kim Min-yong, also known as Dragon Kim, into his alter ego. He adopted style, mirroring, uh, I guess adopted the style, mirroring Kim Jong-un is a convincing look, he says, but not exactly flattering. Uh, Kim uh, Dragon Kim's main work is counseling South Korean students as they apply for spots at prestigious American universities, but took his side hustle, impersonating the North Korean leader, online with his YouTube channel, Kim Jong-un TV. Uh, he offers a funny take on the deadly serious dictator who's often shown in North Korea propaganda admiring new weapons in his arsenal, including a missile that could reach the United States. Oh, oh. but is the faux Kim afraid of impersonating someone so powerful, especially after receiving online threats? He says this. North Korean supporters say, if you mock our dear leader, you will be in trouble, like big trouble. I was really scared, he said. Dragon Kim admitted it to CBS News. But with no serious reprisals after 10 years, he's still at it. There was one hiccup, though. Now listen to this. This is a little bit wild. He was, uh, yeah, in 2019, when Kim Jong-un met Donald Trump in Vietnam, Dragon Kim was there, too, doing his thing. Until, that is, the Vietnamese police picked him up and jailed him, just in case the visiting North Korean delegation was to find out about his antics. antics and fail to take the joke. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's one way to keep people safe, right? Is just uh, throw them in jail for their own safety. And then, you know, everything's fine, right? That's fine. That, that's totally normal. Just throw people in jail. Keep them safe. Anyway, uh, he said they kept him locked up for about six days. Hmm. Super cool, right? Uh, uh, Vietnamese police aside, Dragon Kim has taken flack over the years. There's nothing funny critics say about a pitiless dictator. But he says they've missed the point. Quote, when I do Kim Jong-un impersonation, the funny things like the dancing and, you know, in public, I think that just helps to damage his authority, he told CBS News. And a little laughter may, may help him and his fellow South Koreans live with the fact that the real Kim Jong-un is their next-door neighbor, and he's starting his second decade in power, armed to the teeth. I didn't check out his uh, actual uh, YouTube channel. Uh, that's one of those things where you're like, mm, should I? Nah. <laughs> nah, 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 whatever. Anyway, you, you know where to find him, I think, uh, if you want to do that. Uh, it's on YouTube and whatever, Kim Jong-un TV. And yeah, anyway, so I'm um, not all that interested in probably uh, not very funny comedy, but uh, maybe you might be. So Kim Jong-un TV, look it up on YouTube. Uh, should do it. What's up? Uh, Vicky says, uh, I don't think it's cruel 
to have that kid standing out there with the sign. I used to beat up the bullies when I was a kid. I couldn't stand those bullies hurting my weak friends. There you go. There you go. So somebody got to do it, right? Somebody's got to do it for sure. 100%. So we've uh, got a few minutes left. If you want to hop in here and say hi, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Come say hi. Come say hi. Come hang out and uh, meet all the fine folks that are in uh, in the Discord server already. And let's see. All right. Um, let's do this. Let's go to this one. This is SciTech Daily, and this is a little bit, uh, a little wild. Uh, let's see if this pans out into anything interesting. Uh, as usual, right? You get these stories that seem to be super cool, and then nothing ever comes of it, which seems strange. But anyway, scientists have cultivated a miracle microbe that converts oil into methane. Now, hold on. Oh, wasn't, aren't we to believe that methane is like really bad? I don't know. Anyway, uh, there we go. Microorganisms can convert oil into natural gas, i.e. methane. Until recently, it was thought that this conversation, or sorry, this conversion was only possible through the cooperation of different organisms. In 2019, Rafael Lazo Perez and Gunter Wegener from the Max Planck Institute for Marine Microbiology suggested that a special archaeon, archaeon, what is that? Like an archon, but different? Anyway, can do this all by itself, as indicated by their genome analysis. Now, in collaboration with the team from China, the researchers have succeeded in cultivating this miracle microbe in the laboratory. This enabled them to describe exactly how the microbe achieves the transformation. They also discovered that it prefers to eat rather bulky chunks of food. Interesting. Hmm. Well, I guess... We'll see uh, if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing or it's going to disappear into the annals of just more news that could have been something and never became anything because that's the way the news works, isn't it? <laughs> that's the way the news cycle works. Ah. All right, here we go. There's more. There's always more. Uh, speaking of uh, crazy stuff, uh, and I have, to, I have to more and more use this archive site uh, because these damn ads are just insane. Like, they're... they're these pages were, were like they were jumping around earlier, right? I couldn't even read a damn paragraph because the ads were like growing and shrinking and all ducking and dodging and weaving and all the rest of that. There you go. Uh, quote, what's up, Bailey? It could have been something but never became anything. The story of my life, right? Exactly. Uh, and that was, well, that last news story. <laughs> anyway, check this out. This is wild. This is, uh, yeah. A decade after CRISPR discovery, the unimaginable outcomes of gene editing emerge. Oh, are they? Are they unimaginable? Didn't, haven't we been imagining this for a long time? <laughs> anyway, anyone who has in recent years visited a laboratory where, where research is conducted in the life sciences will know the reason for the panel's decision. Uh, let's see. They decided, sorry, uh, uh, Nobel Peace Prize uh, for uh, uh, creating this CRISPR technology. So the mechanism of the two scientists developed known as CRISPR is used in almost every experiment in biology, whether it deals with human beings, animals, plants, or microorganisms. Since 2012, the number of studies using the technology has doubled every year. Uh, by now, it has been cited in more than 485,000 scientific articles and in more than 1,000 patents. 
Uh, so what is CRISPR? We, we know this. If, if DNA is comprised of letters, nucleotides, which uh, together form uh, words, which would be the genes, uh, which constitute the instruction manual for the production of proteins that are responsible for all our bodily actions, blah, blah, blah. They created this technology uh, known as uh, CRISPR, uh, CRISPR and what do they call it? Uh, gene scissors. Yeah, something like that. So anyway, they were able to, let's see, the two scientists, of course, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, but uh, let's see. Curing diseases is only one side of CRISPR. Using the technology of gene editing, scientists have also succeeded in eradicating mosquitoes that spread malaria, dealing with the resistance of certain types of bacteria to antibiotics, diagnosing diseases, creating test kits for COVID, producing an improved type of biological fuel, and even advancing the idea of implanting organs from pigs in humans. That sounds not very dystopian, does it? Uh, anyway, uh, let's continue, shall we? Uh, and even that is only part of the big picture. A quote, in agriculture, too, a wonderful opportunity exists to use this technology to change one gene or more in plants. Doudna says, changes can be made that will lead to plants' resistance to ar aridity, the, uh, to increase crop yields, and to help cope with the challenges of global warming. All right. From the perspective of agriculture, this technology arrived at the right time. Uh, these opportunities are already being realized by researchers worldwide, including in Israel. CRISPR is making it possible for scientists to transform wildflowers into fruit-yielding plants to bolster the resistance of field crops to disease and pests and to grow potatoes that contain more starch even to help purple flowers morph into white ones on top of this local researchers are using the technology to prevent chickens from laying eggs con containing male chicks to breed healthier sheep and to increase the amount of protein in fish uh, once again i'm going to file all that into how could this go wrong <laughs> Yep, right? It's one of those things where you're like, hmm, this should be fine. This should be fine. No problem. Uh, you know, we just want all the chickens laying, laying eggs that only give you female chickens. That seems right on point. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. What do we got? I think time-wise we're great. Everything looks great. Merry Christmas. All the rest of that good stuff. How's everybody doing out there? everybody well i hope everybody's well we had a, a nice week on troubled minds had a disaster averted by redoing my entire audio setup and uh i think it sounds a little better actually i think uh, i replaced the driver with a different driver audio driver boring details for people not interested in that sort of thing but anyway whatever uh you tell me. <laughs> you tell me. Uh, uh, and that's what's going on. So uh, Trouble Minds, of course, is uh, we, we do that four nights a week, and we'll be back on Monday because it is a weekend, and it's a holiday weekend. It's uh, In case you didn't know, tomorrow is Christmas, which means right now Santa Claus is out there racing around, hustling it up, doing his uh, hustle dance to get all the youngsters their presents for being good all year. Uh, what a, what a beautiful, beautiful idea. I love it so much. And uh, let's go to our final article here. Uh, is, isn't today? No, no. Today's not Christmas. What are you? T what? You're trying. You're messing with me. You're messing with me. Yeah, there we go. James says the sound is great. I also thought it was a little better. Glad you were able to get everything worked out. Thank you. Yeah, it does sound a little bit better to me as well. Uh, no, today's not Christmas, Bailey. What are you, are you trying to mess with me here? Uh, anyway, what do you guys think about this CRISPR stuff? A little bit strange, right? When when you have one of those uh, those those 
gene editing things and you're messing with nature, right? Like you hope that uh, these genetic scissors aren't going to cause problems, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is this one of the things that uh, we should be aware of, alarmed of, and all the rest of that? I don't know. Uh, What's up, Rivers? Is Christmas here now? Well, there you go. See, some places in the world it is Christmas. So Merry Christmas. There you go. <laughs> okay, not messing with me just shows how many how many uh, foxes you give. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Copy that. Where did you where did you find all those foxes, Bailey? Where did you find those? You're holding them hostage? Come on now. All right, here we go. Final one and let's get the hell out of here. Uh, yes, this is the best. This is this is a uh, propaganda at its best. States must protect against a deluge of online health misinformation. Uh, okay, all right. Let's go. Uh, if you want to venture a guess at the number of ads you see daily, chances are you'd be way off the mark. Speaking of ads, pissing me off. Here we go. With the explosion of digital advertising, it is estimated that the average person now sees up to 10,000 advertisements every single day, a mind-numbing figure by any measure. This advertising avalanche leads most of us to automatically filter out all but the most relevant messages. But even then, evaluating the claims and promises that belie each ad is nearly impossible without a healthy commitment to due diligence. All right, now we're talking. Uh, Nowhere is this due diligence more critical than in evaluating products pertaining to consumer safety. And nowhere in is vigilance more necessary. Bad actors in the consumer marketplace are not novel, but with increased direct-to-consumer options, misinformation and misleading claims are on the upswing. Oh, fake news. Remember, fake news is only bad if it's not, uh, you know, state-sponsored propaganda fake news. Then then it's okay. Then it's totally fine. That conspiracy is cool. The rest aren't. Uh, Anyway, so the blah blah uh, dietary supplements are a well-known example of how lack of information can harm consumers' health, sending thousands of people to the ER every day, uh, sorry, every year. Uh, Under current law, dietary supplements are not reviewed by the FDA with the same level of scrutiny and security as prescription drugs, resulting in cases such as a Rhode Island resident's death from a popular yet unapproved weight loss product purchased through an online pharmacy. And, uh, yep, products marketed on claims of advanced technology present their own set of challenges. Uh, Anyway, blah, 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 blah. Get out of here. Uh, Yep, uh, there we go. That's it. Everybody states protect health misinformation uh, yes uh, not just that misinformation by the media by the government by it's all over the damn place there you go uh, James has it right I uh, support your local state and federal conspiracy I mean government absolutely absolutely let's see what's going on in the chat how's everybody uh, Merry Christmas to our UK friends out there uh, Merry Christmas Eve it's Christmas Eve Bailey Eve 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 anybody see the Matrix yet I'm gonna watch that tonight uh, anybody seen it yeah the governed conspiracy. exactly right anybody seen it what do you, what did you think uh, thumbs up thumbs down um, am I gonna be happy am I gonna be sad will, will, will tears be had tonight there will be tears tonight I don't know you tell me you tell me Let's see. Uh, DM, DM, yeah, DM me some spoilers. That's that'd be sweet. Uh, that would be really sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that, Bailey. Very nice of you. Okay. So uh, what we're gonna do then is we're gonna finish this up. We're gonna do our thing. Keep on trucking. God willing, keep on punching and uh, uh, worrying about the news. And uh, all right, I'm going to see this this weekend. Sweet, sweet. I'm gonna just fire it up right here. Uh, HBO Max. You can watch it at home. Don't even have to go if you don't want to go. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying. 
if you didn't know that was an option, it is an option. So uh, anyway, uh, that's it. That's that. That's it. I'm sorry. Troubled Minds News is done. We're done. The bad news is we're done. The good news is, God willing, we've got tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And we'll be back on Monday with more Troubled Minds coming at you. We'll do 3 p.m. We'll do the news like normal. And then we'll do uh, a whole new week of Troubled Minds Radio at 7 p.m. Pacific. So you can find us on, of course, YouTube, uh, Rockfin, and uh, Fringe, and all the rest of that good stuff, Fringe FM. And uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bailey says, how long until they tell us we can get COVID through the Internet? Yeah, that, that would be pretty good, right? That would be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, misinformation. Definitely. The the mind virus. All right. Let's do it. Let's smash some outro music and GTFO. What do you say? What do you say? Yeah, right. Exactly. Half the world will believe a lot of things, won't they? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a crazy world we live in. That's for damn sure. Merry Christmas to you as well, Robert. Everybody else out there, uh, Merry Christmas Eve. Uh, be careful out there, uh, people. Uh, this is the tis the season for people uh, driving inebriated. So uh, make sure that you don't smash into a Santa Claus that uh, ran a red light. Don't do those things. So be very careful out there. If you're, if you're going to celebrate, please be responsible and uh, have a fantastic one. You guys are amazing. Thank you all for your time and energy and uh, all of your enthusiasm. It makes doing this very, very easy. So I thank you for that. Happy holidays. Be good to yourself so you can be good to others. We'll catch you guys later. If you go uh, spend time with family, make it good. Don't don't pick fights. Don't don't tell don't 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 tell grandma that there's a conspiracy afoot. Let's not do these things. Let's uh well, it's okay. It's okay. It, everything doesn't have to be a contentious thing. Let's just uh, spend time together and not cause drama. There we go. There's your public service announcement from Michael Strange. Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody. Thank you so much for being part of this. I'm out of here. Michael Strange, out. Have a great one, guys. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details